Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. And welcome back to another edition of Wrestling is Trash. I don't know why I did like that. But this is a nonsensical wrestling podcast where we talk about professional wrestling, past, present, and quite possibly the future. A couple of production notes before I introduce my guests. You can follow Wrestling is Trash on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash. I don't know why I paused right there. I had a brain fart. And you can also follow on Instagram at Wrestling is Trash. You can find all the previously recorded episodes on WrestlingIsTrash.com. And if you want to be a part of this show where we answer your questions, and matter of fact, I think I got a backlog here. I might have some old ones and whatnot that'll be irrelevant to our current conversation, but we'll pull them up. But you can submit those questions through, as I said, Twitter at WrestlingBTrash and Instagram at Wrestling is Trash if you use the hashtag WITTALK. That's W-I-T-T-A-L-K. You can also send via email. That's mail at WrestlingIsTrash.com and you can use your soft and sultry voice to send those things in via the voicemail line at 304-825-5762. Returning to the stage. Get your get your ones out. You're gonna do your uh, a salty dance for you, uh, <laughs> my man Nick Anacelli. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> you would use that. There you go. <laughs> well, that was the good old days. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. So we got a lot of things going on. We got some uh, stuff in the news uh, that we're going to talk about. Current stuff, old stuff, maybe. But um, tonight, as we record, February 17th, 2019, it is here live in Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center. It's the WWE Elimination Chamber, which I will be attending live. So what, what, what you feeling about this event? How, what, what's the... Um, is it giving you the warm and fuzzy? What's going on? I think it's going to be a pretty good one. Obviously, history is getting made tonight with the women. Mm. And I'm pretty pretty excited for the men's chamber match as well. It's going to be a pretty good few matches on the card, I'd say. Yeah. We was pretty, talk- pretty nuts you get to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, we was talking about it a little bit beforehand, about how um, they've been hyping up Kofi Kingston since he was a last-minute entrant into um, – the men's elimination chamber due to Mustafa Ali's injury. Um, from what I've been seeing since the gauntlet match, he had a great showing. He was in there, what, for over an hour, I think, or just about an hour? I think he was, yeah, just a little over an hour. But I don't know if he was Rollins' record of like an hour from the year before. Yeah. Uh, I believe, I don't know. But um, either case, he had a great showing. Um, it uh, shows um, how skilled of a veteran he really is, how great of a performer he really is. And ever since that gauntlet match, WWE has been hyping him up on um, all their social media accounts, showing his uh, past performances, his past title wins, and um, making it look like he can be a viable contender. And, you know, the reasoning behind that was because he was a last-minute entrant because of the injury. 
One thing I read was, uh, I guess they had that plan with Ali anyway to do pretty much what Kofi did. Yeah. But I heard after Kofi showing, they were pretty much like, hey, go do what he was supposed to do. But I heard a lot of people backstage are pretty high on him actually right now. So maybe he might not get the W tonight, but pretty interesting to see maybe going into Mania. We've talked about before, DB don't really have a an opponent yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I could see them putting the title on Kofi, you know. And maybe the tag titles on New Day and have them run in SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, in a fantasy world, that that would work. Because, I mean, he would legitly be the first African-American WWE heavyweight champion. And then, um, I mean, it, it would be great. Even like I think what you said um, before we started recording, that even if they put it on him tonight <laughs> and he lose it freaking Tuesday, I would be satisfied with that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would be too. You know, at least say he's been a champion. Yep. You know, and I, I think it's going to happen. I think it's a matter of time. I think, you know, like I know for a while they wanted to push Big E, but mm-hmm. I feel like you got to give credit where credit's due. And like Big E's great and all, but I think Kofi's definitely more valuable to be the first one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we, we like Kofi, right? I mean, we can, I can say that. I like Kofi. I do. I like Kofi a lot. And um, how would that look for the landscape of WWE if he was to win the WWE championship? I mean, how would that look? I mean, we've seen photoshopped images of late of Kofi with the title strap and everything. And I mean, it's a good image or whatever, but how do you think it would work for that company to have Kofi as your headliner? I think it would work good. It's just the only thing I wouldn't like about it. And this is just like, all of a sudden, in 2016, they introduced this universal championship, this goofy-ass red-looking belt. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the WWE title goes to nothing. So like, the only thing I wouldn't like about it is, yes, he would be the first African-American to hold the title, which I think is amazing. But I feel like he wouldn't be the star of the company because he's on SmackDown with that title. Like I, I think it's a big deal, but I feel like it, should, it won't be as big of a deal as it should be. But I think he could pull it over. You know, the New Day, they can they, they make anything happen. Yeah. They literally can make anything happen. And I think it'd be good for Mania. It gives the New Day, even if you don't put Big E and Woods in a match, still gives them the New Day a solid spot on Mania. Gives maybe another tag team in that division the spotlight in a tag team title match instead of the New Day. Because you know the New Day is going to be on Mania somehow. Yeah. They bring too much money to the table. Just like Rusev last year. He wasn't on the cards. And then they realize, oh, wow, this guy's bringing us in a crap ton of money. Let's put him in the U.S. title match. Um, my very first Mania out there in Santa Clara um, was that 31 uh, when Rollins cashed in. That was the, um, the Mania when Rusev rode in on the tank and everything, and he had his first loss. He lost the title to John Cena, the U.S. title. Dog, uh, you wouldn't believe how over he was at that time because, like, I'm looking throughout the stadium and everything, and damn – there were an ass load because I don't think Rusev had merch then, but there was um an ass load of uh, freaking Russian flags floating around the arena, just like signs and the actual flags, and it was just fucking yeah. crazy, man. The fact he was facing Cena too, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's over Cena. That's why if Cena fights anyone at Mania, I really want to see him and McIntyre because obviously everyone's gonna go for Drew. Mm-hmm. And and they want Drew to be a star. Th- that that match right there changed the whole course of Rusev's career, in my opinion. 
yeah, made him more valuable, made him credible. Well, not even that. Is, is he fucking lost, and he shouldn't have. <laughs> but, I mean, we yeah, did oh, get yeah. the um, United States Open Challenge after that and Cena put on a couple of good matches. But I would much rather had Rusev, you know, beat Cena, went over, kept the title. And um, I think his whole career trajectory would have went a whole different way if he would have won that match at WrestleMania. He would have kept him strong. He would have kept the momentum going. Probably could have had a WWE uh, title between then and now. Yeah, I don't think that'll, I don't think he'll ever get that title. I, I wouldn't mind it. I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I mean, what what do you think would be the circumstances of Rusev ever getting a WWE title? Do you think so? Had- I think I don't think he'll ever be as over as he was in 2018 with Rusev Day. I just don't see that happening. I would like it. I think Rusev's great. I just don't see it happening. Okay. You know? It just shows where they see Rusev. And in the summer, in July, fighting AJ for the title. Yeah, it wasn't the main event, still competing. And then a month later at SummerSlam was the first match on the kickoff show. Yeah. Now, let's look at this current roster for WWE. I mean, they got a massive roster. They got an ass load of people. Some on TV, some not on TV or whatever. AEW is coming up. And everybody's talking about, oh, they're trying to do this to get out of contract so they can go work at AEW. In your opinion, looking at the roster and who they currently got, like I said, who do you think would benefit to go to AEW if they had the opportunity to? Truthfully, maybe like Did you I say feel R-Truth? like the guys who aren't on TV. Like they always say, like Gallows and Anderson should go. They ain't going nowhere. They're in America. They're making a crap ton of money. They're not leaving. Maybe guys like even I don't. Maybe Tyler Breeze mm-hmm. or Ty Dillinger. But even then, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think anyone really could. Like they say, Zack Ryder should go. Like. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I think AEW is going to be great, but I don't think these guys should be putting all their eggs in a basket before their first show. Now I'm looking forward to uh, Double or Nothing. I really am. Yeah. But it's just they got to get a TV deal. I think AEW is going to be a great thing, especially Jericho is there. But I don't know. I guess, like I said, guys like Dillinger, maybe Sami Zayn, because I don't think he's gone to his full potential. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I feel like. If you're on WWE, like you kind of made it. Like I don't, guys like the Revival were complaining. Like they're great in all the Revival. Don't get me wrong, but do you think they're like as caliber as what they think they should be? If given the proper opportunity to, they could be. I, I thought it was fucking great at NXT. I mean, it's just yeah. Like, I, I you see that all the time. Guys mm-hmm. killing in NXT and then come to the main roster and get squashed. I don't know, but it's kind of like it's an aesthetic thing for me as far as the Revival goes. Is the way they look. You know, they don't seem like a big deal, but once they get in the ring and they, you know, perform to their fullest potential, that's what gets you. Yeah, you know what it is? It's just they're not bringing money to the company. I think that's what hurts them. That's why you see the guys like the Usos always getting pushed in. The New Day, they're going to put the guys on TV who make money. Like they said in the past, and Vince has been open, he's not the biggest Finn Balor guy, but you bet your ass he's going to be on TV every week because he's probably like third or fourth in merchandise sales. But and that's another thing too. I mean, they're not getting a proper opportunity too. And then, of course, such and such is going to have high ass merch sales if they got thirty something damn shirts, and this person only has two styles of shirts. Yeah, like there's some. I think 
honestly, in my opinion, the only untapped potential in the WWE is the tag division. Mm-hmm. I think Gallows and Anderson are great. I think Sanity's great. We've definitely seen what Killian Dane can do down when he was in NXT. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's just a lot of wasted tag team talent, in my opinion. And I think everyone who's getting pushed right now is getting pushed, besides Andrade. So I think it's going to happen. I think he'll get his time. Man, and you know what? You speak about Killian Dane and everything. It just popped into my mind. I never had a chance to kind of put this on the air because we haven't done just one of these random talk shows for uh, Wrestling is Trash. But they had a freaking wedding boom, man. Have you seen that? Like, a lot of motherfuckers just got married recently. Ember Moon just got yeah, married. Him and Mickey, yeah, him and Mickey Cross, Ember Moon, uh, what's it, Roe? Yeah. Sarah Logan. Yeah, they got married. Goddamn, Leo Rush got married. Fucking uh, uh, Alistair Black and Vega, they're kind of recently married, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was just like all around the same time and everything. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's trying to get hitched up. Yeah. Speaking of uh, motherfuckers married and getting hitched up and everything, what 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 you what you think about uh the rumor about Carmella and uh, Corey Graves that's going around, or what's rumor that has been confirmed and whatnot? Nothing's been confirmed. Graves obviously hasn't said anything yet on Twitter, but mm. you never know. You hear about these incidents all the time. It's just what's going to come of it. And from the past, you really don't see much come of it. Yeah. You never really see couples have affairs and really get get in trouble. Yeah, because I like mean, you've seen in the past, what was it Batista Molina when she was dating John Morrison? Yeah. Nothing really happened to anyone. No, no like I, I really don't see much happening. Yeah, honestly, I really don't. Yeah, classically, uh, Matt Hardy and Edge with Lita. <laughs> yeah, they they even went into a storyline with those two. Hell, yeah. even most recently, they went to uh, they had a little bit about it on the uh, the ENC the ENC show on the WWE Network. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you know what I mean. Like I don't think truthfully, I don't think WWE cares. You see guys like Jimmy Uso just got another DUI who apparently wants to get fired, which is probably the dumbest rumor out there. Yeah, but. You know what I mean? Like, guys get DUIs and stuff all the time, and nothing gets in trouble. I think you only are going to get in trouble when you do something like Enzo apparently did, when it's, like, sexual assault or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... WWE don't, WWE don't give a care about that. How's Vince going to get mad at someone when he's probably cheated on Linda McMahon thousands of times? Yeah, it's more like a, hey, you need to handle your shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much like, hey. It's just, like, I keep seeing funny memes, like, what's what's Graves going to say when Carmella comes to the ring tonight? Yeah. Um, a lot of people are saying that they, um, because Naomi and uh, Jimmy just got an incident in this year with Carmella and Graves that they pod not even going to open. They're going to have like a malfunction or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But, um... Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. Friggin'. But you just got to... I just think it's probably a hard thing to be in a relationship with a WWE superstar. Honestly, in general, if you're not in the business... They're yeah. gone four days a week. You know what I mean? Especially if you're like, say like you're not a WWE superstar and you're dating like one of the women. That must be a little bit hard when they're around those guys all the time. Yeah. And then it, that was like, um, yeah, that was another thing that we were talking about like um, back in the, not too long ago, which might be a thing now, uh, Bray Wyatt and JoJo. So that was a rumor that that was happening. And then all of a sudden on uh, Bray Wyatt's Instagram, there's a picture of him and JoJo riding together in the car and shit. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> she hasn't been on the air in a while. Apparently she was having personal issues. Mm, maybe. That's why she hasn't been on Raw. Hmm. But um, yeah, man, it's just a slippery slope or whatever. You, you, 
get they all it's pretty much like a deployment man they all kind of confined together they all travel together they all away from home together and it's just like your road buddy hint hint wink wink <laughs> yeah exactly i heard cena was notorious for that back in the day yeah i heard the same things too yeah so they grown that's their business yeah. i think it's do you think do you think his wife should have put it out on the air like that yeah, yeah, but um, from what I understand, I mean, it could be real or not be real because I think this something similar happened with Kevin Owens. I mean, it wasn't no allegations of him cheating with anybody or whatever, but somebody made a fake account for his wife and she put out a whole bunch of shit, and it got and you know, and it just kind of spiraled out of control from that. I think that's why he closed down his Instagram account. Yeah, and it's dumb. Like people do things like that. Just yeah, the boy wonder how he got caught up. Mm. But I was just like, yo, I want some, you know what? Give it up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Mella, do I have to give you some money? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Elimination Chamber tonight. Let's breeze through this card a little bit, amongst other things. Um, there are only really two matches I really want to talk about, and it's the Chamber ones, and obviously. It, and then, you know, like I, I tell you this, and um, I keep up with it, but I'm not really actively watching this and I'm just like that's funny because I'm trying to do a wrestling show but we still have fun here on wrestling is trash first match that we got I'm going on order as of WWE.com from the bottom to the top WWE Cruiserweight Championship match Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa for the kickoff show what gotta go I'm gonna go with Murphy I think he's gonna hold it to Mania I don't watch 205 Live that much I try to but I just don't Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good match. They've been putting on great matches, 205 lately, but that's mm-hmm. all I really got to say about it. Just I think Murphy's going to hold it to Mania. Yeah, I can see that. Um, he, he's been proving himself as a credible performer. He, he has the freaking... It's he, he, been a big change from the time that he was with fucking... What what, it, what his name was? Buddy Murphy and um, what Blake or some shit, whatever the fuck his name was. He's the one that's... Uh, yeah, yeah. He just got married not too long ago too. Everyone getting wiped up, getting getting clinked up. But um, yep. From then until now or whatever, he's just been proving himself as an athlete and a performer and everything. And I wouldn't mind him continuing to be the champ. Akira Tozawa himself has been a former cruiserweight champion and um looking to get his second time at it. We'll see. We'll see. But um, the consensus is Buddy Murphy keeping the strap. Um, one, this match I didn't even know was on the card was a uh, Braun Strowman versus Baron Corman no disqualification match. You already know Drew McIntyre is going to get involved. Kurt Angle will somehow probably get involved, mm. but I'm ultimately going to go with Braun unless they really want to keep this going. Maybe for Miss Corbin. I hope not. Let's go. Yeah. With, let's go with Braun. Get him some retribution. Braun needs something good coming into Mania. Now, I knew about this match that's coming up here, but um, I didn't know it was a handicap match. So it's for the Intercontinental Championship, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. Do you know what brought that on? Because like I said, I'm not, I know what's going on, but I don't know what brought it to make it a handicap just from match. Just what I've seen, just Leo Rush getting involved and everything like that, just WWE being the heels, trying to make it harder for Balor. Me and my buddy, we do wrestling predictions for every pay-per-view, and this was probably the hardest match for me to go with. I think, I honestly forgot. I think I might have went with Balor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think it's going to be hard because 
you know, with Mania coming up, they're trying to figure out who's going to do what, where. So I don't know. I don't know if they want to put it on Balor now when he holds it till Mania or Balor gets a moment at Mania. I really don't know. It could go either way, honestly, but I'll, I'll say Balor. Why not? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Balor, too. I mean, Bobby Lashley, you know, he's fairly capable of being an intercontinental champion. But, I mean, if they have bigger plans for the universal title that doesn't involve Balor, I'm fine with him being the intercontinental champion for now. Yeah, me too. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'd rather them do this with him and have him run the mid-card rather than, you know, ball teases with him being a universal champion and not pulling the trigger on him and shit. Yeah. Maybe Balor brings back the uh, open challenge. Maybe. Or maybe they uh, yeah. do what they did for the um, other two Manias. They um, was doing the ladder matches for the Intercontinental title at Mania. I think the off topic, I think it's going to be the United States one with the ladder match this year. Yeah, Man, I, I think I... SmackDown's got too much talent to not have one. I could already predict it. If you have six. You probably throw Andrade. Mm-hmm. Unless it, if I don't know if they'll keep the strap on Truth till Mania, I'm going to say no. So I'm not counting him, but I don't know who Champ will be. But Andrade, the Ali, maybe Mysterio, Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and that can, maybe Joe. And that can even be your setup for the freaking ladder match. You know, um, some, if you look at it, Truth kind of won the title in a fluky manner twice in a row, same night. Yeah. But damn. He can do that all the way up until Mania. <laughs> Just kind of have all these little fluky and um, incircumstantial wins and whatnot due to whatever, you know, other, say, uh, uh, Jeff Hardy came down and they had a match and Samoa Joe came out and, you know, choked him out, threw him back in the ring while the ref wasn't looking or some crazy shit like that and R-Truth won. So all his wins would count, but it would just be some circumstances around it. And it's like, okay, since we got it winning like this, we just do a ladder match and have all those people in there. Yeah, because then going back to the IC title, I wouldn't mind seeing like maybe Strowman, Lashley, and Balor, maybe a triple threat for the title. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't you know, know tomorrow night, tomorrow night on Raw is when I think when a lot of the storylines are going to start unfolding for Mania. Yeah, because the rumor was, I mean, in a side note or whatever, right, for Elimination Chamber tonight, um, they had a show last night in Alexandria, and um, it was a live event. And supposedly Charlotte re-injured Becky Lynch's knee after she jumped the barricade during a match to try to attack Charlotte. Yeah. So that's what's going out. WWE put that out, and they got some clips and everything. So they running heavy with her knee injury if, you know, this is part of the story, which I, I totally believe it is. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. The rumor is the um, images that were floating around for Fastlane that it's going to be Charlotte versus Becky Lynch to determine who will face Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a 10 count and they both get put in it. Yeah. But I think they're going to very much go McMahon-Austin with this. They're going to do everything for Becky to not be in it. Mm-hmm. What I was thinking after seeing Raw that one night, because it looked like Rousey's reaction when Becky got taken out, she was pissed. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool if they maybe at Fastlane did like Rousey and Lynch versus Charlotte and maybe someone random. Mm-hmm. And if Becky and Ronda win, Becky gets back in the match, triple threat. But yeah, that, I don't see that happening. But that'd be kind of different and kind of cool. Yeah, we just have to play it out and see. But um, because since this is on this uh, Intercontinental Championship match, you pick Balor. Yeah, we'll yeah Balor. All right, unanimous Finn Balor. All right, tag team match SmackDown 
Tag Team Championship, The Miz and Shane McMahon versus The Usos. Mm, this is kind of iffy. I'm going McMahon-Uso. I mean... McMahon-Uso? <laughs> yeah, they're both winning. Yeah, at the same nah, time. McMahon-Miz. So that's going to be a match in Mania, those two. But yeah. I think it's too early for that. Yeah. Um, we can see, because, I mean, you could start here now, or you could start at Fastlane, which... You know, it just depends on what type of story you're trying to tell. We can only find out. I just wish, I just wish Fastlane wasn't a thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird because like, it's different now that they're having both pay per views on one. Mm-hmm. But if they were still sticking to one pay per view for one show and one for the other, then it's fine. Well, all you're doing is just throwing in it. I feel the only good match on Fastlane will probably be the Becky Lynch match again the Mania. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it's just weird because like. <laughs> You have the Royal Rumble, and usually that's what sets your title matches for WrestleMania. Then you have two pay-per-views in between the Rumble and WrestleMania that can also change the freaking uh, title match picture for WrestleMania, which, I mean, I guess you have to have that kind of out just in case something happens, you know, within those two months, you know, injury, you know, some shit happen, you know, but I think it's just kind of weird to have like an elimination chamber be one of the last two matches toward the end, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But I don't know, man. I could easily say, because I mean, it's apparent to, you know, what everybody think is going to happen. Like you said, the Miz and uh, Shaman Man going to have some type of match at WrestleMania. And right here could be the starting point for the feud, but you know, it could be too early depending on the content for the next two months, but yeah, I guess I'll pick them to retain as well. And then, because we never know in light of uh, Jimmy's incident with the police, what's going to happen. So, yeah, so who knows? Shit, they, what they, do we got they, next? They, they twins, they flip flopping. Wasn't the last alcoholic related incident was um, the other twin? <laughs> yeah, those were Jay. Yeah, they, they truly twins. <laughs> yep. All right, next we got. For the Raw Women's Heavyweight Championship, Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. I'm going to pick Ronda Rousey. So Yeah, obviously Ronda Rousey. Yeah, but- I think Charlotte somehow is going to get involved because Charlotte, I don't know if you heard, but she said she's going to be sent ringside for the match. Oh, okay. So, shen- so maybe her maybe her and Becky somehow get involved in this? Yeah, shen- shenanigans can ensue. I mean, we know Becky's in Houston. She had an autograph sign in today, and um, the line was up to blocking around the corner and all that shit. Yeah, and... Going back to that tag match when I said the random person, maybe they do something crazy like for Fastlane, like Becky and Ronda versus Ruby and Charlotte. If Ruby and Charlotte win, it's a triple threat with them in it. And if Becky and Ronda win, Becky just gets added, maybe. That'd be cool. That's a cool concept. I like where you head at. I like what you're thinking. You know, I like what you're putting down. Instead of just Becky versus Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. But um, Guess we'll find out. Yeah, unanimous. Uh, Ronda Rousey, right? Yep, unanimous. All right, we we on the same wavelength here. Now, this is the tricky one. This is the tricky one right here. We got the Women's Elimination Chamber to crown the first WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Um, So uh, WWE unveiled a couple of weeks back uh, women's titles is um, only for one brand. I mean, for both brands. So whoever becomes the champions tonight, they're going to float between both of the shows and whatnot. So um, participants, we got um, the Boston Hug Connection. We got Fire and Desire of Mandy Rose and uh, Sonya Deville. 
We got uh, what's that? Money, money glow or some shit? Money flow? Whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fabulous glow. Cell block eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fabulous block A. Yeah. Oh, the, the fabulous penitentiary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. I like that better. Uh, then we got uh, Tamina and Naya. We got the Riot the Squad Iconics. and the Iconics. So, I mean, there's a couple of things that can be kind of tricky here. We got these belts yeah. unveiled, and we're going to crown a winner before WrestleMania. So, obviously, who wins here could either carry it up until Fastlane or right into WrestleMania to where, you know, the fates may change there as well. There's multiple things could happen here. You know, yeah. I picked Bailey and Sasha because I've heard, you know, how the rumor mill goes. I think for Mania, they wanted to do, I think, them two versus Trish and Lita, which mm. I'd be cool with that nostalgia act. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get to see, like, the girl of my dreams, you know, when I was five fighting Mania. Mm-hmm. But then you could also go with Nia and Tamina, and they drop it at Fastlane. I think Raw's going to win it, regardless of Raw team. Yeah. I mean, Just because Raw's always spotlighted for Mania. I don't know. Maybe- I, wouldn't be surpri- I wouldn't be surprised if by SummerSlam, it's like Bailey and Sasha versus the Iconics. Okay. Or Bailey and Sasha versus Fire and Desire. Okay. Now, um, you can help me out here because you watch it more consistently than I do, and you kind of more in tune with the internet community and whatnot more than I am. So, from all these pairs of women that I see, other than Naomi and uh, freaking uh, Carmella, who was kind of just put together, these all have some kind of weight to it or whatever. Sasha and Bailey. Let's start with them. I'm gonna go from left to right as I see them on this picture. Um, for the longest. It's just been a thing to where, you know, these two are supposed to be pitted against each other. They're supposed to lead to some kind of grandiose split, and they damn have this big epic match at WrestleMania. This is what the fans have been booking for a long time. This is kind of what they've been leading to on television, but they, they start it up, then they stop it. Then they start it up, then they stop it. They break them up, they put them back together, and all kind of stuff like that. So a lot of people saying that maybe these two get close here, and damn, some shenanigans ensue, which kind of it's kind of like what the, we was talking about with Miz and Shane McMahon. It starts something for them to feud about later, and then we move over to Sonya Deville and uh, Mandy Rose, which I mean they've been together since they get been called up. I mean, so you can classify them as a team, but um, none of them really have anything going on other than Mandy Rose and the shit that's going on with Naomi. I can kind of yeah. see them maybe winning the titles here. And um, still kind of having some beef with uh, Naomi and kind of making that a program between those two teams. But um, outside of that, I don't really see nothing for Fire and Desire and Naomi. We I got- wouldn't be surprised if Fire and Desire were like the last two in the match, though, like that last tag team. Well, yeah, I think they won the right to be. No, that was Nia and Tamina, right? No, so what happened was with the matches is. So the two starting teams are actually Fire and Desire and Bailey and Sasha. Okay, all right. So the last two is Tamina and Nia. All right, cool. So, yeah, no, 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 no. No one knows who's last. No one earned the right to go in last. I th- oh, it so- was they, yeah, they had, from what I remember, it was the Raw participants, SmackDown, they had their matches. Whoever got pinned in each match went into the chamber first. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that that's all that meant. Okay, hold on. From what I read and watched, at least. I know that was the predicament, at least on Raw. Uh-huh. I don't think anyone earned the right to go in last. Except Randy Orton in the men's. No, nah, they won. 
I'm reading here on WWE's website. Uh, Tamina, Nia Jax and Tamina earned their way into the Elimination Chamber match with a victory. And um, later the last... No, no, I lied. I'm reading that wrong again. I'm sorry. So, yeah, nobody has been determined to be last. Let's see. Which is cool. I'm fine. I don't care. But um, Naomi... I mean, I already said Naomi them, but uh, Nia Jax and Tamina, you put it on them because they're the biggest bad guy team on there, and then they'll get all the heat because nobody like them, so say, or whatever. So you put the belts on them. They could be the big bad monsters or whatever, and, you know, you have plenty of teams to chase for the titles or whatnot. But, like, if you do put the titles on Naomi, I mean, not Naomi, uh, fucking Nia and goddamn Tamina, who is going to be their fierce, their fiercest rivals? Who's going to be the next opponents to challenge to take the straps off of them, though? Yeah. Do you turn I think ride? regardless with whoever goes the distance, whoever wins tonight, somehow Bailey and Sasha will be in that match at Mania. So whether they win it now and defend all the way till Mania, or they lose and they win it at Mania, Bailey and Sasha are going to be in the tag pictures at Mania. Now you, you brought, I think we all know that. You, you brought up the thing of uh, Trish and Lita or whatever the hell. Yeah. Uh, let's just say, for fantasy's sake, Tamina and Nia win. And that's the match at Mania to where you get freaking Lita and Trish against them and they Trish and Lita win the belts. Or, you know, so it won't be like, oh, you're putting them on WrestleMania and Nia Jackson and Tamina with the belts. They win tonight. They go on the fast lane. They get Trish and Lita then, Trish and Lita then win it there. Then you get Sasha and Bailey, Trish and Lita and them at WrestleMania. I think I'd rather see it like that. Honestly, I think I'd rather see Bailey and Sasha win them at Mania versus those two. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the, another official passing of the torch, mm-hmm. even though that torch has been passed. Then Sasha and Bailey defend and retain against Trish and Lita. Okay. Yeah, but this is a fantasy book in one on one. Well, not one on one. Yeah, just exactly. Fantasy book. It's fantasy time. <laughs> but um, <laughs> all right. Still, we got two more tag teams. We got the Riot Squad, which you know, depending on the outcome with Ruby Riot tonight, I mean, this could be good for their group for them to have some kind of gold and whatnot, and just wreak havoc and start riots and shit with the gold. And, and the- I'm cashing in. Oh, okay. Uh, for, um, it's it's kind of it's a good time to cash in. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you who have never heard this show before, or um, kind of confused with what he's cashing in on, we have a thing here called the promo in the bank. Before we went on air live to record, um, Nick gave me a, a topic that I have to cut a sixty second promo on, and I gave him a topic that he has to cut a sixty second promo on. We don't necessarily have to believe in the topic that we have to cut the promo on, but this is the the topic that I have been tasked to cut the promo on. So let me pull up my 60-second shot clock. And here we go. We, we talking about the Riot Squad just now with the possibility of winning the WWE female tag team. I said female, which is a trigger word for some people now because you can't say female anymore because it's demeaning and it's putting down a whole gender class, which now we have 38 gender classes that people can identify with or whatever. But that's a whole nother topic. Speaking of identifying with a certain gender uh, parameters or whatnot, uh, Liv Morgan says she identifies as a juvenile. I don't know if that means she's backing that ass up, 
you know, in the club with the juvenile song <laughs> or what the case may be, does that make you legally a minor in a case that you're still under 21 when you're over 21? If you classify yourself as a juvenile, if you get pulled over for uh, drunk and disorderly, do you get juvenile charges? So what's the whole ramifications of classifying yourself as a juvenile, Liv Morgan? And that's my time. (laughs) (laughs) So if you didn't know the promo that he, the topic of the promo that he had to give me, that he gave me was Liv Morgan. So, yeah, giggity goo. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I believe if you put um the title on the Riot Squad, that wouldn't be such a bad deal, man. No, it wouldn't be. I don't see it happening, but I see why. But do you um, think it would create animosity tonight if they win the, um, the women's tag titles? Because Ruby obviously is going to lose against Ronda Rousey, depending on um, – so Ruby loses, the other two win. Now they're in a group together. I had the opportunity to win gold. Y'all won the gold. Y'all over here flaunting it around and this and that and this and that. Do you think it will cause a rift within the wide squad? No, I don't think so because I think with the women tag titles, they'll probably do what is it, the free bird rule, like where any of them can defend it like the New Day would do. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. They they – with the trios have mm-hmm. been giving them some kind of latitude and whatnot. You have the new day with the free bird rule. You can have, excuse me, you can have them with the free bird rule. You can have them, the Lucha house party been doing all kind of crazy shit. Yeah. So the last tag team that we got here on this card for the women's tag elimination chamber, the iconics. Now to me, this makes sense. Iconic. Yeah, this makes sense because, I mean, out of all these groups. They're the only legit women's tag team. Yeah, I mean, from the time that they came up, they've just been together. When they found each other in NXT, they've just been together. I mean, they seem like a legit bona fide tag team. And then even the scenario that we pitched for Tamina and um, Nia Jax, it can easily be the same way with these two. I'd rather see the Iconics honestly get like a bigger moment and face whoever the champs are at like SummerSlam. Okay, yeah, but if you had to pick, we done ran through a whole bunch of different scenarios and whatnot. Uh, who you gonna go for the win? Well, with my boy, I pick Sasha and Bailey. But if we're talking fantasy one on one, I'd like to see Nia, I guess, and Tamina, mm-hmm. and then Trish and Lee to beat them. Maybe, mm-hmm. but I'm still gonna stick with Sasha and them. Okay, we'll go. Well, not we'll. I'll go with. Uh, Tamina and Nia Jax, and I will also cash in. <laughs> Jesus, motherfucker! Well, we got the clock. Yep, I got the clock. Let me know when. All right, you can start now. You know the reason that is a good pick because with Tamina Snooker and all, you know, coming from that Samoan dynasty, the Samoan family, relatives of the Rock, <laughs> daughter of, you know, Jimmy Superfly Snooker, you know, she's got what it takes. She's probably going to jump off that pod tonight, you know, and do a splash. Everyone, a lot of people have been saying that. She's very powerful. She's one of the strongest in the division. You know, she pretty much has what it takes. You know, she's never had that glorious title, but it's going to happen one day, but this probably will be her time to shine. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll go out there, do her thing, do what she's got to do, you know, represent that legacy, go out there, probably carry the weight because, you know, she's better than Naya, you mm-hmm. know, for promo purposes. <laughs> and 
she's just gonna go out there, you know, give it, give her, give her all the high school try. She's probably gonna find a good show. Every time she's in a match, she always has a pretty good showing. In those Survivor Series matches she's in, and the Rumble, she always shows out well. You know, she does her thing pretty good out there. I think you know. (laughs) Yeah, good. good. Oof, I was running out of thoughts. Yeah, I know. You, you could tell you're a, a freaking recruiter and everything because you're just pulling out an ass load of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my job. Uh, yeah, but um, for those of you who couldn't kind of catch the theme of that, he had to give all the pros rather than the cons of Tamina Snooker. <laughs> yeah. But um, let's move on up the card. We got. Yeah, that was a, that was a long talk about that one. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we have. The men's elimination chamber to determine the WWE heavyweight championship for SmackDown. So we got Kofi Kingston, Jeff Hardy, the new Daniel Bryan, the uh, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and Samoa Joe. I gotta go with. I'm gonna go with DB. DB is gonna hold that Mania. But what I read one time, you know, me with the IWC, mm-hmm. I read that. Apparently, they might do Styles and Orton mm-hmm. for Mania, and I could see that happening because Orton beat Styles. They'll get that number six spot, so maybe that was the plant seed of it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing those two in action. You know, Randy always puts on a good show. AJ obviously always does too. But, you know, the only thing you can really go with this is if DB wins, which who's your pick before we keep going, actually? I wish... They would have just kind of switched it up and just had damn, you know, some, something fresh. I mean, Samoa Joe with the strap would be awesome. You know, or even what we was talking about earlier with Kofi Kingston and whatnot, him getting the strap, even if it's for a night, that would be awesome. And it would be a hillish thing for even if uh, Daniel Bryan stole it back from him and whatnot. And Jeff Hardy, eh, whatever. But Given, He's just gonna do a swan time off the top tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but but even just given the fact that uh Jeff Hardy is uh here. I mean not not Jeff Hardy, um D B changed the belt. He got a custom belt and everything. I think he might hang around a little bit longer as a champion. So my pick is Daniel Bryan. Okay, okay. But I mean, even historically, other than that uh spin a belt from John Cena. People who have uh, their own custom belt don't usually be the champ that long. <laughs> well, somehow Cena's belt stuck around for years. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> that was the only exception. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows, friggin'. Anybody, yeah. It's just the real question is who does DB go with that mania? Yeah. and um, I got to go Samoa Joe, but it's going to be hard because they're both very big heels. Mm-hmm. But, Unless I mean, Mustafa Ali or Kofi, but what do you think is on the horizon for Mustafa Ali after his injury? Because I mean, what you said that um, was supposed supposedly supposed to happen, Kofi took the place of Mustafa Ali, and all that stuff that happened, you know, the long gauntlet match and everything was supposed to be Mustafa Ali, and you know, you saying that and people saying that, you know, visualizing it in my mind that makes sense because that would have put him over tremendously. And even if he, you know, lost, kind of like how all the adulation that Kofi is getting right now, I believe the same thing would have happened for Mustafa Ali. And it would have been tenfold for Mustafa Ali because he's so new. He just burst onto the scene of the main roster and whatnot. And it would have probably did more for him than it did for Kofi. 
But I mean, it still did a lot for Kobe. But for Mustafa Ali, would have did a hell of a lot more. Even if you would put like almost in that situation or whatever, that would have been awesome too. Yeah, you know what, Ali, you got to think WWE title picture. You got it because what I think when it comes to Mania, you know, they already got their big card set with Rollins and Lesnar, and then the Lynch, Charlotte, and Rousey match. So maybe they'll just roll the dice here. Like I felt like honestly last year they rolled the dice with Nakamura because they knew that wasn't the main event. Mm-hmm. So Tanya, I wouldn't be surprised if you see DB and maybe Ali at Mania. Yeah, and then what what it is? I mean, according to Ali, he was on um what the Edge and Christian show or whatever it was. Yeah, that Brian asked for him to be pulled up so he can work with him. Tanya, I think they'd put on a hell of a match at Mania. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. That has yet- unless unless Kofi keeps this like you know momentum going, it's going to be the Kofi Joe or Ali. Some people do Mysterio's name out there to face Brian. I, I guess I wouldn't mind that either. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they'd put on a good one too. But from what, I'd rather see someone like Ali or Kofi get or Joe honestly get yeah, the time from, to shine. From what I've been seeing from um, the Daniel Bryan title reign, that he's been handpicking people that he want to work with, and he's been doing well with whoever he's been given. Yeah, it's just the only thing is, like, a lot of people say it's going to be Joe, but I don't know how they'd get Joe and Brian for Mania. That's I mean, hard. They're both very big heels. I mean, Probably the two biggest heels on the show. And it's not even really hard. I mean, Joe, Joe's mic work, even though supposedly he's a heel, whatever, his mic work makes him over with the crowd. So, I mean. Oh, you, yeah. You Did can you ha- see the promo he cut? Before they announced the match, when he came out and roasted like everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that. That was insane. But that that's that's what would put him over as kind of a quasi face or whatever the hell it is. And then Brian has a henchman in his corner or whatever. So I mean, that would put the heat on Joe if he has interference in his matches and all kind of stuff like that. So I mean, it could work. It could work. Now you think since we both said DB, you think DB wins with shenanigans because of Rowan? Maybe. I mean, we had to see how. I they... wouldn't be surprised if Harper came back because Harper is cleared to go. I heard, mm-hmm. and you always they always keep Harper and Rowan together. Yeah, and wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if you've seen a uh, uh, Luke Harper appearance tonight. I, and I hate that so much, man, because Luke by himself could do so much, but they always keep sticking him with fucking Rowan. And maybe them three become like a little faction. It'd be kind of cool if they do like a. The new. Thing. Maybe if they went, maybe if they went with Kofi, yeah, maybe at Fastlane, the New Day versus Harper, Rowan, and Brian, and yeah. then at Mania, so, Brian and so, so Kofi. With, so you put those three together, would that be the new Wyatt family? <laughs> or, yeah, I guess. Or would it be the new Brian family? <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. If they did that six-man tag, I bet you that'd be a great match. Yeah. But that remains to be seen. All right, man, that's that's the whole card and whatnot. And then, you know, if you're listening to this episode, it, it's going to be out after the Elimination Chamber has concluded and whatnot. So it's fun to do it this way because I feel like you can see where we went horribly wrong or we were horribly right. <laughs> yeah, people probably hate us for releasing this after the card, but hey, we do our thing. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, you either listen or you don't. It yep. is what it is, baby. I do it because I love to talk about professional wrestling. <laughs> but um, any other wrestling talk, thoughts as a whole before we go ahead and wrap this thing up? Uh, no, not really. Guess we'll we'll see. Uh, I guess real quick, real quick, just who do you think is going to be the headliner for the Hall of Fame this year? Michael Jordan. 
<laughs> the only rumor I heard is the Hart Foundation with like Brett, Jimmy Hart, and I think uh, Jim Neidhart. But I don't think they'll headline it. Okay. I mean, if you do the Hart Foundation, you talking about it's just specific to those people that you just named, or if you do the Hart Foundation, you're going to throw Bulldog in there, you're going to throw Owen in there? What's no. So what I heard, what they're throwing in is just them three. So like, I guess the original. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they're throwing the Bulldog and all them in there. They're not. It's just those three who would be in it. Yeah, and then from what I hear, you know, I don't know this to be fact or whatever, but it makes sense because we haven't seen it yet. Like with Owen or whatever, his wife don't want him to have shit to do with that. He wants to go in just him? No, no, just like don't include him. Just fucking, she don't want to have shit to do with that. Oh, okay. So like no WWE. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Bam Bam Bigelow. Maybe not headlining, but be in it because he's from like in the New York area. He passed away recently. I thought he was already in there for some reason. <laughs> nah, he's not. Oh, that's cool. So they're running out of big names for headliners, unless they throw Taker up there because he apparently ain't fighting at it. Yeah. Or The Rock. Now, so you you will be the second person to tell me that the Undertaker is done. So, I mean, I've recorded another episode that'll come out later with Anomaly, and we kind of talked about it, that, um, you know, he's taking all his WWE branding off of, um, his accounts and everything only because he's taking independent bookings, like at autograph signings and everything like that. So he said the same thing that The Undertaker's done. You're saying that The Undertaker's done. Is there a- I read dis- his contract. Yeah, I heard his contract's expired. Okay. But I don't, I don't see Taker's last match being a crown jewel DX Brothers of Destruction match. <laughs> I can't. I don't see it being that. I'm fine with it because I was ready for this motherfucker to be done a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, and I, I agree. I agree, but I don't think his last match should have been in Saudi Arabia. What Saudi Arabia match you talking about? What? Where he fought at crown jewel. The what? I've never heard of this. What? What? No, that's that's, that's no, that's the internet. <laughs> that's the inter- that's the internet talking right now. Crown Jewel never happened. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I don't know. I can't see him going out like that. I don't know. We'll see. All oh, has yet to be revealed. That's why we talk about past, present, and possibly the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I really got to say. Yeah. Have fun tonight. For sure, for sure. So go ahead before you uh, ride out. Let everybody know where you can find be found on social media. Twitter and Instagram and Nick Amicelli, N I C K A N N I C E L L I. Yeah. And on behalf of myself and the fabulous Nick Amicelli, we bid you all a fine adieu, and we'll see you next time.